and welcome to the kidding podcast. This one's all jokes. We're joking around the whole time. No kidding. No, no, we are kidding. Yes, kidding. Yes, kidding podcast. First yes, ever kidding episode. Podcast. Episode one of the uh, Yes, Kidding podcast. Welcome. Welcome. I'm uh, Liza Minnelli. I'm Michael D'Angelo. And we're here to talk to you about uh, our Lord and Savior. So, guess what? <laughs> Inspire. <laughs> um, preach it. What? Preach it. Uh, so, you got a shock mount, right? For your microphone. No. Finally. <laughs> no? No, I didn't. You didn't. You, you were just listing off all the things I needed to get. And were that was you, the one thing. You just wanted to. <laughs> but we talked about it last time. You set me up for that. You set me no, up. No, I would ne- I'd never set you up for stuff like that. Come on. Oh, okay. Well... I mean, I did not, um, but then again, I don't know how I can uh, implement that into my current system, so you're just going to have to put up with whatever life throws at you from this podcast. Oh, okay. And, well, you know, deal we'll survive. It. For now. Well, I'll survive. You know, it doesn't matter to me. It's the audience <laughs> that suffers. Well, she audience- care about you, audience. You need to spread our, spread our podcast out to the world so that we get more listeners, and then we can get more sponsors, and then I can actually afford- Is this an ultimatum? Okay. <laughs> are, you holding, that much, are you holding the audio quality ransom? Yes, I'm holding the audio quality ransom until this you seems share counterproductive. us to the world. Um, or, <laughs> or rate and review and put a horrible... Remember we talked about this. You got to put a horrible review for us. So that, we learn our lesson. Yeah, so that we can improve. And that's the only way to grow. Any press is good press, as they say. It's bully people. <laughs> You have to bully people so they will change their ways and become better. So you're uh, encouraging everyone to bully us. <laughs> Just bully. Bully us. and Bully. Yeah. And we'll bully you right back. That's that's what we're here for. Oh, um, that's abusive. No, okay. Um, we love you, so don't take that the wrong way. Um, don't bully people. It's wrong. Lisa. What? Everyone was right, but everyone is wrong right now. Interesting. That makes, that makes no sense to me. So I, for... Everyone was so stoked about Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. We've talked about this. Yes. The drama of Cyberpunk. Yeah. And it came out. Yeah. And everyone was so disappointed. Yeah, this is serious stuff. Let's talk. But they were so right the first time. (laughs) It's amazing. What do you mean? When they were hyped about it. Oh, okay. It is so good. I have been playing it nonstop. It is too much fun. It shouldn't be allowed. Um... So what a, a fantastic game. vortex at the moment. I pulled you out of your vortex, basically. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm c- coming up for air, but it's worth it okay. for this for you guys. See, I Aww. care about you, audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's not I, a better one. It is unfortunate that it does. It seems that a lot of the issues, because I'm using GeForce now, so it's like pretty decent hardware. Yeah. Um, so it seems like a lot of the people suffering right now, um, it's happening on lower end hardware. It seems to be that... Mm-hmm. Uh, at least they're not getting the beautiful visual uh, fidelity that's maybe making me forgive some of its uh, bugginess. But it is a buggy game. I will give it that. But I've been playing Bethesda games for years. So, I mean, this is like a piece of cake. Okay. Skyrim and Fallout, they're full of bugs. This is So the fine. only way to beat it is to get the spray. <laughs> yeah. Or reload your save nine times because the game keeps glitching. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, most of the time... Do. It's great, and it works great, and it looks great, and uh, I'm sorry for those running on, like, first-gen consoles, but I will say that um, 
It's my for friend... an elite club, so the rest yeah. you can just butt out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, Cyberpunk uh, is pretty accessible if you use GeForce Now, which is uh, $15 a month. So, you know, it's a additional cost to be sure, but I would recommend the service. It's really good, especially if you're not a person that has access to like high-end hardware. It is um, just a cheap, easy way to get that high-end hardware. And, uh, you know, it's accessible on your phone and stuff. Like, So don't give up. You can do it. It's awesome. No excuses. Um, isn't GeForce a, wasn't that a, um, game streaming? Yeah. Like a game show, like not a show, but like channel. Um, it like G4, G4 or G4 on TV. There was like a channel called that and it was all about gaming. Unrelated. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) It's like, oh, do they create some kind of streaming? Okay. So what happened with your friend? Um, I will say that my friend, uh, is also loving it right now and he has been playing it on, um, a playstation 4 slim which is pretty ancient piece of tech but he says it's works pretty well seems he's enjoying it so good okay i I guess you know it's possible to (laughs) to enjoy it on uh, older hardware but you might have to forgive uh, a little bit of the graphical uh elements oh yeah yeah lower quality but yeah so what is so great about it what do you love oh my gosh this the story is excellent i'm a big fan of like cyberpunk stuff so i love you have like the the corporate uh stronghold that's uh oligarchic umbrella is taking over America and all the people just a hundred floors down like fighting to get food on their table that night and it's all mixed in with the like dystopic futuristic neon cityscape. It's awesome. Okay. So it's kinda like an ap- apocalyptic world but in the future? Not apocalyptic, but oh. like somewhat dystopian. I don't know. It's kind of like cyberpunk is uh, as a genre. Um, I have to differentiate a lot now because it's like it's like if a show were named horror, and it's like I'm trying to talk about horror in general, but it is a horror, but it's called horror, anyways. Okay. Um, cyberpunk as a genre is uh definitely something that focuses on like um the like double-edged sword, I would say, of technology, where obviously it advances humanity in a lot of ways, but it also has a lot of trappings and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, nu- like learning about like nuclear technology gave us like a lot of understanding about science and potentially creates unlimited like free energy for humanity. But at the same time, like th- the governments can now end the world if they want to. <laughs> right. Okay. So there, there's always like this kind of double edged sword when it comes to technology. And um, I really like that uh, cyberpunk as a genre, like explores that and says like, what if you could like get an implant in your legs that would le- allow you to like jump over a building? Oh man, that's so cool. But like, what if everybody was expected to have that and was having to pay like these massive corporations that are the only ones that produce them and then they get all the power and everyone's pretty much their slave. It's so crazy. who is the cyberpunk? Huh? Who is the cyberpunk? Um, Everyone, I guess. Oh, there's not one punk. It's all no. like a group of punks. It's just like, it, like I said, like it's, uh, it's really like a genre, I guess. So it's kind of like, it's it focuses a lot on like subversive culture and like kind of like counterculture sort of ideas because like it generally focuses on, um, like, uh, usually like the protagonists and stuff are like people from the streets that aren't like born into the what they call like the corpo world that like the rich and powerful, and so you kind of have to like scrounge and make do and uh make questionable ethical decisions to survive in Mm -hmm. the futuristic cities of america classic okay so you're trying to survive that's the goal 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you can select um, a variety of different uh, starting stories. So it's a very mm-hmm. like um, it's a game that allows you to like really customize your character and kind of have they, you can pick from like three different backstories. So you could be somebody who was like born in the like uh, rich, important world, or you could be like a street kid that uh, was just like raised in the alleys of uh, Night City, which is like a uh, very futuristic city in California. And um, then you could also be like a nomad that's out, uh, was raised outside the city, but also similarly was kind of like, um, you know, had to scrounge to survive, but is from like the less populated, uh, deserted uh, plains of America. Okay. So are there, are there, so there's classes, but like, are there people in this universe who are, who, aren't having to survive like or is everybody having to survive oh yeah the are rich and people... famous uh, like there are people that are well off that uh you know have uh bought into that as they say the um corpo lifestyle so they work for corporations or are executives for corporations and stuff and because of like it kind of uh explores like the idea of america becoming like an oligarchy and like being run by um corporations and being um basically uh so they're just kind of controlling everything yeah just kind of like if you could imagine like google and facebook were just allowed to like keep going and just become this big monstrously powerful thing to the point where like even the u.s military and stuff is controlled by um like corporations like they are all completely funded from like private sector and like i feel like this pretty much they just have free reign to do whatever they want and in in turn they just kind of like buy the machine that they are like pretty much enslave anybody below them <laughs> yeah right i was saying I've, i feel like th- this is a black mirror episode or something it feels yeah. very black Mirror-ish. i think a lot of black mirror episodes like bordered on cyberpunk kind of okay yeah stuff so now is this a first person shooter or a first person hacker is it um, all cyber related or is it or do you have to like kill or be killed um i mean it's yeah it's first it you shoot and it's in first person but it's kind of like a first person rpg so it like a lot of it's uh based on just you know playing a role and like building your character and uh you know navigating the world going through missions and uh discovering the story that you've been thrown into so do you you hook up with other people who play like your friend is your friend like on your team uh there's no multiplayer right now but i think it's been announced Okay. They've already announced the first DLC for it. It's coming. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty awesome. There are some... I've, I've encountered some bizarre bugs, for sure. I've had to restart a couple missions because stuff got, like, really weird. But for the most part, like, it's a pretty sizable... It's a chunky game, let me tell you. Chunky. So, yeah, there's there's plenty to do. So, with uh, playing Bethesda games, like I said, who are kind of known to be... A game development company that <laughs> releases some buggy games at least at launch they yeah i've i've had my fair share of like okay this is not how this game's supposed to be working let me just revert to a previous save and see if i can salvage this or like google the wikipedia page for this uh, quest so people can be like oh yeah it's bugged you know if you go into that room before the guy tells you to everything breaks so you gotta restart and like you know mm. whatever okay so, yeah it's so- just kind of one of those things is this something that people can buy now or you only pre-ordered people can get like yep. people who pre-ordered it it's available to everyone okay um i will say well <laughs> the sad thing is is that uh i think we might have talked about this but ps5 actually pulled it from their store mm-hmm. because they got crazy it was yeah it it was just uh it, it had it had a rough launch let's just say that 
<laughs> so people were unhappy. Um, but yeah, it, it was getting returned too frequently, and they were they were like, okay, well, we're not going to sell it if you're just going to return it. Yeah, um, I've talked about it before, but let me just tell you, man, the voice acting, everything, I'm uh to the point where I can I can end it, but I want to get like all the endings available to me, so I'm uh, okay. completing more side missions and stuff before I go to the end part, but. Okay. Um, having gotten that far, I would say definitely worth your time. Cool. The game does not hold back, though. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it doesn't hold back. Got, it comes at you. It's a, it's pretty intense. Got all, it's got uh, a warning for uh, squeamish viewers. It's got lots of gore buckle and nudity up. and everything else. So yeah. So when you when you log off work, you buckle in your seatbelt and you get yeah. real serious. I strap like, in and I'm like, I'm in. Get ready. <laughs> it's like um, um, the Matrix when you connect yourself to the world you're like i'm not yeah. coming out until until i'm the one and i save humanity ah, it's great okay can't, can't recommend it enough <clears throat> i'm glad you're enjoying that yeah and life life is good over you know the- it's actually it's gotten me like really into cyberpunk again like i've always been um like i said i've always like leaned towards that kind of stuff like one mm-hmm. of my favorite shows i would say the expanse has a lot of like cyberpunky uh elements in it um you know like one of my favorite movies growing up is the matrix mm-hmm. uh i used to Same. i grew up watching like ghost in the shell standalone complex that kind of stuff um yeah. so and i've read like neuromancer i i think that um I want to revisit some of that, but I also uh, started reading uh, just earlier today. Um, do androids dream of electric sheep? Which is the uh, <laughs> do they? Well, I don't know. I just started reading it. Um, <laughs> well, we need this update next time. <laughs> it's a book from the '60s that um, actually is like uh, it's, a, it's it's what Blade Runner's uh, based on. So it's oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's an interesting book so far. I mean, I'm only a few pages in, but uh, yeah. And the weird thing though. This is creepy. I thought that like the Matrix was reaching out to me for a minute. The book <laughs> is you were set. Reading? The book is set in January 2021. Whoa, that is really cool. <laughs> I mean, that would be really surreal for sure. In, in the the far and bizarre future of January 2021, <laughs> where uh, people can turn a dial to change their emotions to whatever they feel suits them. Wow, I wish that were possible. That's uh, that's it. Yeah. That is funny, though. There are... Hey, maybe uh, I should go apply to be a Blade Runner. Oh. Anyways, go on. You know, I'm sure that's a real job somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, there have been uh, shows and movies or like books that have been written, like you said, where things... Ha- they've predicted that c- certain things would have occurred in years past, like say like 2018, 2019 or whatever. And it's kind of funny to see what their perception of what it would be like. And it's... Sometimes they're pretty dead on, you know, like there are some things that actually do come to fruition. Yeah. And then there's a lot of things that are like, what? Like, we're so far be- far away from that. But you never know. Maybe we're not. But it's, it's crazy, like how dead on, when they are dead on, how it's like, wow, how did you know? Or I also wonder sometimes, are did we develop these things because they were brought up in these movies or these shows or definitely books? i mean i think like being imagined by humans is a, a important step in technology right like exactly. people seeing that and thinking oh we should go that direction you know mm-hmm. something interesting there yeah 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 were you gonna say something else i thought um well i was just gonna say like when i first started reading uh neuromancer it was like so surreal because it's set in the 80s but there's so much in there like about glass being a tv like something as thin as a piece of glass being a tv and like uh like video calling and uh being able to use personal computers that are on you and the ability to um 
have all computers connected in a way that you can like access something on the other side of the world from like you know your bedroom mm-hmm. or whatever that's crazy yeah and it's just like right at the forefront yeah i know that is it's, it is kind of weird and also i was just thinking because when we were watching a lot of the star trek episodes they're they take place then like in the 60s and stuff and they they also do that they have you know well sorry it doesn't take place in the 60s it's filmed in the 60s it took place in the future so <laughs> and they do have a lot of the things that we have now that obviously in the 60s they didn't have so it's kind of funny how far things have come and how they they like as a person like if you right now if you had to guess what new invention or what something that you currently use what it would look like in i don't know what 50 years right what would like what would a phone be like is it going to be like a chip in your ear yeah it would you wouldn't even have the phone really i would you it'd probably be a wearable by that point but but at some point it's going to be implanted right like all those all that functionality is going to be something that you just like maybe but not everybody's going to want to do that it's in your brain or something yeah i mean think about it how there's some flip phoners still you know yeah and so what about people who don't want to do that i mean i think they'll just be so disadvantaged that at a certain point you'll be they'll either have to like live a whole different kind of an existence like they would essentially be ostracized from society or they would feel so pressured to do it that they would true which is part of like what makes it cyberpunky right because it's like what if that's like against somebody's will essentially like they if somebody is uncomfortable with that idea but they basically have to accept it to be in society true yeah that is scary too um because i mean it's already kind of happening like if somebody goes to their job and they're like hey you know um i'm here to pick up a shift and like yeah just uh, open the app and then accept the shift and they're like oh i don't have a smartphone it's like oh that's (laughs) how this company runs so i guess i'll write it down on a piece of paper but then like (laughs) if you have to call out the only way you do it is by pushing the button on the app you're like can i just have your phone number it's like well okay now we're creating a whole separate system just for you (laughs) yeah that's true yeah it's so interesting to see and then you're gonna be like the first to go if like they have to go out of their way to like accommodate you right yeah true that's true i guess you i mean uh, they often say you either have to evolve or die so i mean that kind of applies here right because at the same time like if you know somebody could be uncomfortable say like driving a car but it's like what if uh you know that person doesn't want to like go to work they would have to get a job that's like right near them right they can't could never like commute to their job if they like didn't want to if somebody was like stuck in the era where they wanted to still ride in horse and buggy or something it's like well you can't do that so right true (laughs) we changed yeah i mean i guess they don't that's another thing is i think in the future you know obviously they're going to have vehicles that will drive themselves or they're automated so you can have these um implants and I guess there'd be things in your eyes too, so you can watch movies and go through your email. Like, how else would you access that unless it? Like, yeah, I mean, it, there would be these legacy systems. Like, somebody could say, "Oh, I'm stopping on smartphones. So I'm not getting that." But eventually, it's gonna the divide's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger until like there's gonna be stuff after email or after movies where it's like VR and stuff that you know there's gonna be an evolution beyond it that just won't be compatible at all, and you'll just be like, "Well, uh, either." catch up or don't experience it true oh yeah that's very interesting um yeah i wonder like i don't know i was just trying to think of what else would evolve and be because i would think obviously if things are evolving um and already this is proving that 
the world is becoming more and more populated because we're living longer and everything else. But if things evolve to be more safe, like cars driving themselves, you won't have to worry about, you know, killing people and getting in accidents and unfortunately on the road and stuff. So it, you know, obviously our lives are, there's going to be more protection. So more people, Mm -hmm. but I think the, that the world is going to evolve to where I think people are going to have less kids maybe. This is a whole side, another side topic. Of- no, yeah, they, because- they've done some interesting studies like in Japan, for example, like when things become super densely populated, for some mm-hmm. reason, like birth rates usually drop off significantly. Like there's Isn't something about like the human psychology that like reads that and decides like, well, no, I don't want a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've read some of that, too. It's so it's so interesting. And I mean, obviously, not everybody does, but I feel like it's already becoming that here, even in, in the U.S., because even mm-hmm. even though we're not, you know, back to back populated to where we can't function, um, I feel like the population today is so much higher than it was even when we were kids. So I've seen that a lot of people, well, part of it too is that there's a lot more jobs available, a lot more people like focused on, on their careers and, and stuff like that. So also we live in a city that's growing. Yeah, well, we do. That's true. Um but I think overall, though, like the U.S. has has grown or something. Oh, sure, I don't yeah. know. But um, and I do find that more and more people are saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to have one kid or I'm only going to have, you know, I'm not going to have children or I don't know. I just feel like there's more and more of that. Than yeah. There used to be. There used to be. Well, like, I think, oh, you know, uh, well, a lot of humanity will always want that. And it's important because, you know, there's got to be yeah, somebody obviously. here after we're gone. So I think <laughs> yeah. that idea of like. I want to continue on my legacy. Um, but there is also the situation of like, like how much do you want to, I guess? I It feels like it's less effectual to, obviously it's harder and harder to raise more and more kids. And then like, so you, you're going to need more income and everything and you're going to need more time. And it's and, getting more and more expensive to live. So. And it's going to make less of a difference, like the higher the population of your area, right? In a weird way. I know it's like not a big deal and statistically, but I think like, maybe psychologically you can think like if you if you live in a neighborhood of like 10 people and then you have three kids like that's a huge percentage of that neighborhood that's now your family (laughs) um that's true whereas like now if you live in an apartment building that has like 100 people in it you it it almost feels like it's weirdly less meaningful to have a bunch of kids right it just feels like kind of you just want somebody there to be like hey carry on my (laughs) ideas and legacy and Song. Transform them song? In you, into your own way. I think that's a song. Yeah, it's by Kansas. <laughs> no, it's not. What is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like the state, Kansas. <laughs> no, it's the it's Kansas's state song. Is it really? I no. never knew that. <laughs> it's not. It's by the band Kansas. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is funny. Yeah, that's true. Is well, it? No, no, I'm doubting myself. No, it is. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. Um, um, yeah, I was, I'm not very good at, at knowing songs. So there was this guy who went around and interviewed people um, who were wearing band shirts because a lot of people are doing that now where they're getting these vintage shirts and whatever. And like, that's like a style. Yeah, and then so cutting would, them up a little bit and looking like the, you, you've had it for 20 years. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But most people don't know the band even. They just like the shirt. So they wear the, the shirts. So this guy went around interviewing people saying, like, can you name three songs from this band? And most people were like, no. <laughs> um, 
But there were, you know, quite like, a few. This is a band. Asked. I thought it was like one of what? those uh, <laughs> yeah. contrived uh, things that looks like a band shirt. Yeah, it's funny. But I was like saying, well, even if I like a band and I like their songs, if somebody asked me that question, yeah, I wouldn't be spot. able to tell <gasps> them. I, I I don't know the names of the songs. I just I just like the way they sound. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, so I bad feel you. That. There is some. I, I think I had this a weird. Uh, this happened to me like one time somebody was singing a third eyed blind song and i was like oh i love them and somebody was like oh like what is your favorite song and i like literally cannot think of a single song i, I was like I, eventually no. i was like oh uh semi charm kind of life there we go and i was like it's such a <laughs> basic like oh that, you picked that song but it was just yeah, like the only like, song the i could think of song. on the spot it was like <laughs> you should have just said oh oh sorry it was a different band sorry never mind <laughs> yeah never mind back out i've never i don't want to connect with you anymore how dare you ask me that question <laughs> How dare you ask me to uh, say the next logical thing in this conversation? Exactly. Even even artists, though, sometimes I'm like people like so I say, oh, I love Christmas music. For example, this is an example. And they'll say, oh, who's your favorite um, Christmas singer or favorite artist that sings whatever? I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Who sings the Mariah Carey? Because it's the only thing. Right. But obviously I like so many more traditional like regular i don't know and it's like i don't know like who sings that i don't know and then mike is such a big my boyfriend mike he's like super into music like music says not his life but it's like a big a big interest um and so he's almost like it's kind of like disrespectful to not know if you like a song and you listen to the song and like it, it, you should know who who they are and, and what the song is like it's part I don't know. He takes it very serious. And he even, he even knows where they're from and who every member of the band is, where a lot of people only In know depth. the lead singer. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah, involved. there's a there's a few bands that like right, like for one of for one, I've always been into uh, Muse to the point where I don't know, I've been like a huge fan of theirs for years and years. And I felt like somebody showed me a poster of them one time and I was like, that's Muse. Like, I've never seen them. <laughs> And uh, like now I know uh, what they look like and uh, stuff, but it was just like, it was one of those things that was like the first time I saw them had been so, like I'd been a fan of them for so long, but I was like, I don't know. I've just never like Googled and looked at the actual people. (laughs) That's so true. I've mm -hmm. I've done that where it's not that I've necessarily loved a band or anything, but I hear the same songs, you know, over and over again on the radio or on, you know, if I do like a search on Spotify or something and just, or Pandora even, they give you they play like a track of similar songs to the ones you like or whatever. So yeah. I'll hear the songs over and over again and I'll know the artist maybe um, if I hear, if I heard their name, but then I'll see a music video of theirs on YouTube and I, I do not connect them. Cause I think that's not the same person that sings that song. Like that can't be that person because it's not at all what I would think that that person would look like or be like, <laughs> yeah. like what that's that person or that artist or whatever. <laughs> It's I heard so someone weird. once uh, refer to it as a spoiler. Like it's almost like it, yeah. it puts a weird thing in your head because now you think of them singing and you're like, uh-huh. no, it's not right. Like something about it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's and it's like it's almost like you wish you hadn't have experienced like seeing them. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Actually, that's that makes a good point because like I said, Mike's into like music and stuff. And so he used to go around and go to concerts and whatever, and he would meet band members Um but one of his favorite, all-time favorite bands was 311. And he had the chance to meet them. And he, he didn't do it because he was oh, like... Oh, never meet your idols. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't I don't want to... But now, of course, he followed... That was back before 
internet not internet but like twitter and all that <laughs> so now of course he follows them on twitter and he's gotten to know them like far better than he ever wanted to because <laughs> like social media <laughs> you like learn everything about people but um but yeah it was just one of those moments where he was like oh, i can't like i can't meet them because it, it might change everything for me and so yeah that makes sense um i know that this happened with me and like certain podcasts that i listen to so i wonder if people ever if they ever saw us if they would think, oh, I never thought that they would look like that. Or, like they probably have this, because you do, you sort of form your, like a visual or you kind of connect it in your own way that's relevant to you on what yeah. this person, yeah. So that's I why do I that think with your books, animations too. that you've done, like are oh, a yeah. good, they're like a good intro. It's like, True. this is about what we look like. It's, you don't need to go any deeper than that. You can, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's the frame and then you can paint in what you want. Yeah. You don't need to see all the wrinkles and the intricate details of our... <laughs> pores um but yeah that's true and then if you ever do see us you won't be like shocked and floored <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least you do know that i'm a boy and he's a girl or she's a, wait what that uh, i'm oh what you <laughs> <laughs> slipped up mixing up my pronouns lisa it's unacceptable <laughs> i'm sorry you're you're who you are and i'm who i am but wait, you guys know hey that. amen um <laughs> <laughs> true um, yeah, like another example of that is books and how people pick, take books and make them into movies. And a lot of people say, oh, the book was better. Right. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I do know that any book that I've read and then saw the movie, it's like, because you already have this whole like world developed in your mind while reading the book that yeah. doesn't match with that other, obviously the director or the producer. It's also totally dependent on like how descriptive like yeah. the author was. Like sometimes they're pretty vague. Like you don't realize how much of the person you have in your head is totally like painted in by your own imagination until you see like the movie and then you're like, what? That's somebody he looks like <laughs> at all. They, well, oh, I guess they never really said what he looked like. <laughs> That's true. Where did I get this image in my head? Yeah. Um, I know. And what was I going to say? Um, but then the thing is, I was, I was thinking like, maybe they've, they've had all these consultations with the author and that is actually how it's supposed to be. Right. But, it could so be like, if I were author. to have described it, it would have been this way. It's like, but that's not how I read yeah, it. So. Exactly. so yeah. Anyways, I find that interesting. I'm trying to think if there's a, a movie that I watched after reading the book and I thought the movie was better. Um, and I feel like there is a couple, but but they're eluding me at the moment. I'll say a few that have nailed it is like uh, the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Oh, Harry like Potter that, for they, sure. They nailed the characters. Like I think it was because they had good descriptions as well, but it mm -hmm. was just like one of those things where it's like I met exactly the what I imagined is yeah. what uh, was on screen. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, definitely Harry Potter. I don't know about the other one. I didn't see it. You haven't seen Lord of the Rings? No, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't read the books. Ah. I just saw the movies. Yeah, I, I didn't read like Fellowship of the Ring first, but I did like know I read The Hobbit like a long time ago and I knew like of the characters. I knew like Gandalf and stuff. Yeah. So and I mean, you know, I think those were just pretty excellent casting. So Yeah. I took and on also the, um, the wardrobe, but Right. I took on the the task of reading it and I I know that I've read some of it, but I, I don't think I've ever finished an entire book of it. I don't know. <laughs> They're wordy. They're yeah. very explain explanatory to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some books are like that. Um, I'm trying to find a new book to read. I've had a lot of suggestions, but um, I'm still yeah, feeling things out because books are one of those things that you really have to be in the mood for because you're in it for the long haul. Like you're in it to read it for till the end of the book. It's I don't know. 
So yeah, I'm just kind of, I just finished the Magpie Society, which was pretty good, but it, um, it's kind of like a young, young adult. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cause I, I read a lot of young adult books, but it was, you know, had a lot of cheese to it. If that makes sense. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, looking for something a little bit more dark and disturbing. Um, but it was good. It was really good. I mean, there's, they're coming, it's like a whole series. So this is just the first book in the series. So I'm kind of, I'm still going to read the whole series. It's worth it. I mean, it's good enough that, yeah, I'm committed, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to look, but, oh, I was going to ask you if you've heard of this game before we get into books or whatever, not that we are, but, um, I recently saw a game called Shady Part of Me. Have you seen that? Shady Part of Me. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, there's two games I want to ask you about because that's one of them. Okay, so Shady Part of Me is um, it's basically a, a girl who has to go through this world. I don't know if it's a world or a universe or whatever. And it's a puzzle game. So she has to go through and work her way through this universe. But, hmm. you know, it's she has to go through these puzzles. But she also has to do it with her shadow. So there's two, it's basically two games in one because you have to play her and then you also have to play the shadow part, ah, but you have so to play them like... simultaneously and they work together to get through the universe. Um, huh. And Is this like Contrast meets, um, what was that game? Like Little little Nightmares or something? Little Nightmares. I don't know. Anyways, go yeah, on. I don't know. Well, anyways, so I, I mean, I only saw someone on Twitch playing it, so I'm not like I don't know that much about it, but it, it seemed pretty interesting. It's very dark. You know, it's all like dark themed um, and there's like poetry in it. So and I don't know if the poetry is part of the puzzles, but as you're going along, there's like poetry that comes up on the wall and then um, maybe you read it. Maybe you don't. I don't know because I wasn't playing it. I was just watching it. But it seemed kind of depressing, to be honest, <laughs> but it was also seemed yeah. Yeah, like the puzzle part seemed There's like cool. some somber uh, overtones to it. I it kind Definitely. of reminds me of Limbo in that respect and Little Nightmares. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what Little Nightmares is, but sounds Um yeah, I I googled them to see if they were like uh related cuz they seem so similar. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it looks like they're unrelated. They're just very similar. But I other people did take note that they seemed Oh um, yeah. To have very similar vibes. That's funny that you thought of that. And the other um, game I mentioned, Contrast, is a game uh, similar to, to that mechanic that you can switch into, like, shadow mode, where you become, like, a shadow. Oh. Anyways. Okay. Okay, interesting. Well, um, so this other game, and I, I'm, you might know when I'm explaining it, but I don't remember the name of it, um, but it's about a guy that has to, um, I don't know if he has to take down or conquer these giants. Um, and oh, um shadow of the colossus yeah i knew i had shadow in the name i just wasn't sure because there's another shadow game i don't know it came up uh, um i think that's colossus. what it's called yeah it's a that was a really old game and then they like remastered it recently oh really i yeah. just felt really bad for the giants yeah i was uh i did i've never played it but i was watching a playthrough of somebody else play it and uh it was actually like a group of people uh and they were just they kept remarking on like oh my god what was he doing he was just walking around in the field and, oh god you're messing him up i know <laughs> i was like what the heck is this game it's like they're just attacking these poor innocent giants just minding their own business poor but innocent giants apparently there's some under 
arcing um, storyline right. where I think it's a love story someone said to me. Oh, and the guy has to do these things to get his woman back. I don't know. Something like that. Right. Um, but the the reason that it stood out to me was because, and I didn't know it was an older game, but like the graphics and stuff looked really good. Um, and because it had the word shadow in it and I was, I guess, <laughs> into shadows like that day. I don't know. Yeah. You're like, hey, shadows. These are cool games. <laughs> yeah. And then another game that kind of has been really cool to watch people play is the Mario Kart Live game. We've seen people play that. No. It's that, basically... Is that what's hot on Twitch right now? Uh, well, it's been a while. I don't know if it's still hot, but it was for a while. Um, and it's basically Mario Kart. I mean, most people know what that is. But right. it's live, so it's in your house. And it's like an augmented <laughs> reality. Like Are you running around your kitchen sink or something? No, you're playing at your computer, but you set up a um, obstacle or like a racetrack for the Mario Kart characters and the cart goes goes along the track in your in your house. So the video the gameplay is Mario and all the all the drivers or whatever <clears throat> and they're like going around your couch and going around in your kitchen and like it's like Are you controlling them and stuff? Yeah, you're, well you're controlling your Mario, I guess or whoever your your character your is. Character. Yeah. Let's see so it's like when you uh play like the racetracks on like the kids toy racetracks that you'd set up you get like for christmas and you'd like uh set them up to like go around your coffee table or something and then it, the controls are all like weird because you have to imagine you're in like or, the same orientation as the car right yeah but they mess up sometimes so like if you go off track or whatever it will it will like move stuff i, I mean there are certain things you have to set up so i think there's like um you know, like the finish line and there's cones you put out. And I think that marks, right. that kind of marks where the tracks is, but it's not gotcha. the whole track. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just kind of cool to watch Mario driving around in people's homes and, and it gets kind of funny because it's kind of chaotic. I don't know. Um, But I guess you have, maybe you have to have a Nintendo Switch for that. I don't know if it's a computer game or... Sounds dope. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. So do you have to, I guess, like uh, hold it up in front of you and then just kind of like AR on your phone sort of situation? It just kind of like plots it onto the ground? Well, you don't even have to be in the same room. So... Well, no. then what's the point? What are you seeing? Well, you're seeing the the course that has been designed by you um, laid out in your house, I guess, or in your room or whatever. And then you play the course... But the course is your your house, basically. It's not like a cartoon course. It's a real course. It's live. But what like what are you actually seeing if you're not in the room? You're seeing the room. You're seeing him race. So it's around. like so it's like if I set it up in my living room, right? Then okay. I go on my back porch and kick my feet up and then start racing. Yeah. What do I see? Do I see like a top down picture of my living room? Oh, you see from the, the perspective of the driver of your Mario Kart weird how does it so you gotta like model your whole house then you have to like how do you how does it get the perspectives and everything like how does it get the perspective from being like on the ground looking up uh i have no idea i just assume that there's well there is an actual car so it's like a a go-kart i guess or not a go-kart but a what do you call those cars like a like an electronic car that you move around like an rc car oh wait yeah. so there's an actual car that's yeah. driving around and I think what? there must be a camera on it or something. Oh, that's awesome. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, that's free. That's dope. That's oh my what I'm God. saying. It was really interesting. It was really kind of fun to watch people play. Okay, it. I'm glad that you figured out how to explain it to me at the exact moment that I finished my Google search. <laughs> You're like, welcome. I like I got it by what you said, but now I'm seeing it. Okay, wow. Yeah. Look at this. That is so cool. Okay, thank you. I'm I feel validated now. <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> I mean, I thought uh, it was pretty neat. Nintendo, you got it all figured out, you guys. I know. Oh man, I'm looking at this. I want this. <laughs> oh man, they get to sell so many more toys using this. That's true. They're How hasn't anybody thought of this before? I don't know. I'm hoping they come out with more. Maybe not Nintendo, but like other games like that. But I mean, what else can they do with it? I mean, what other augmented games could you really play other than racing? Or maybe like a marble game or something like that. I don't know. But it's it's a good invention. For real. Yeah. What do you do like if how does it what does it react if you like because it's it shows it as like multiplayer like you can have multiple real rc cars zipping around yeah um what what happens if you like blue shell someone they just like does the do you lose control and it just starts spinning or something like it, starts, yeah. it just spins out the car it does yeah you like they can throw things and like you know like they don't do in regular mario kart they can throw the eggshell or eggshells the turtle shells and the gunk and they throw they throw stuff at the other cars and spin them out and stuff Somehow it knows. This I don't is know awesome. how, this I don't is know how close. it knows, but it knows. This is getting close to an augmented sport. I'd watch this. They yeah. should do they should do this full size with F1 cars. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like there like there's an imaginary banana peel on the track oh and the car gosh. just like spins out. Amazing. Yeah, they should definitely do that. It was all unmanned uh That would be cars. so much destruction, mayhem. Excellent. I don't know how controlled that would be, but anyways, oh my those, God. those are the game things that be so cool. stuck out to me lately anyways now you're, you're you know up. what just you got me thinking yeah why don't they have a version of f1 where the cars are all remote like i know they basically I know why. Are. like i know huh they basically are remote i mean there are there are some controls like there is a command center that's uh, got some control but i'm saying like i understand why like for the peak sport aspect why there has to be a driver in there because there's like a millisecond uh like reaction times at certain instances and the skill of the driver is like can't have a moment of latency all that sure. but i'm saying like for the effect of like we could do like rocket cars we could do something that's like so unsafe that we could never put a human being in it no one's considered it because they're like well i mean we're <laughs> never some nobody can drive this they would probably there's no way they could get through a whole game without at least one person spinning out and blowing up right yeah right so, but if they're all remote, you could have the craziest sport flying around a jet engine or something. And then, you Think know, of how if the de- expensive it that would be, though. Here's the thing. They spend a lot of money on those F1 cars. <laughs> they do. I know. And they get really the mad main reason they... everybody comes to those F1 races is with the hopes that one day one of them is going to like spin out and there's going to be a massive wreck and it's going to be amazing. I mean, I don't know. And no one's going to get hurt, obviously. But I hope not. No, yeah. that it'll be a beautiful sight of carnage. So how cool would it be if we just strap some rocket boost to these things and <laughs> we if we dialed the technology in just right, the danger of it with the thrust of the rockets and everything so that, you know, the margins of loss would be acceptable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know they could mean? salvage all the parts and put them back together again, I guess. Kind of like they could be like um how Elon Musk does the rocket launches. How everything yeah. comes back and they catch it with the. It's kind of the... like how uh you know so cars are designed to uh, like accordion 
to uh like protect the driver like the car can like totally like crumple and become like a crushed little ball <laughs> but then the cabin space where the actual people are will be like safe fine. yeah Mm-hmm. I think they could design these because there are no people inside to like break apart in like glorious, amazing <laughs> ways, but in ways that kept all of the vital components in one piece. Okay. I can see and your then, mar- your video game uh, and Mythbusters life emerging and becoming yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There is a, actually, there's a show out there that's uh, like video game Mythbusters called Immersion. And oh, I suggest really? you, you go watch it. It's good. Okay. Maybe you can pitch that to them. <laughs> they yeah. actually uh, aren't that shows over now, oh, but okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll pitch it to them. They did do like a revival season, so might. Okay, uh, okay. Might pitch I mean, it, to them. It, it could it could work. They they know. did have a, a season where they had uh, Mario Kart in real life, and they tried to see if banana peels would actually spin somebody out. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, didn't work. It's a fun episode, huh? Did it work? Well, here's the thing: they do it like MythBusters, so if the it they'll make it work. They just they <laughs> right. show they how far you have to push the envelope before it works. Right, right, right. Okay. So here's my question with this whole concept that you have. Are people watching live or are they watching from a TV? Because if that thing goes goes off, yeah, here's I, the this thing. could cause some... There's got to be safety precautions. This damage. might not be safe to view in person. But okay, then what's the point? You might be able to. If you put up like some like bulletproof glass, you know, if you put some, you could do some like really intense stands. Like basically <laughs> you're watching from a bunker, but you know, <laughs> honestly, who goes to sports anymore though? True. Let's, let's be true. real. We can have, we can have the entire sport. Uh, Like here's the thing. We'll have, we'll have 360 cameras everywhere <laughs> so people can view the sport uh, in VR or um from their phone if they want just to hold it up and like look around. You can view the whole thing like you're there. True. But. But, oh my gosh, this sport's great. But if you purchase, like, quote-unquote a ticket, because, you know, a lot of these sporting events, that's how they make their money, you can, quote-unquote, sell tickets. And what that can do is give you your own personal 3D camera that has a designated amount of space it can fly around in. And you can actually fly around the field and, no like, follow way. the cars. Okay. As they, like, and it'll be, like, a drone 3D camera. In 20, in 20, uh, 70. This that, technology is here now. That, There's drones. Happen. There is 360 cameras. Okay. You can do this. So, oh, I see. So you're you're piloting a drone. You're not actually in this flying thing. No, you're in a you're in a uh, it's just a quadcopter with a 360 camera on it uh-huh. and you're just flying around the action. You're right there in the action. You can even have it sort of like edit out the other drones so it feels like you're the only one there like zipping around. Interesting. Okay. Let's pitch that to um, who does sports? <laughs> who does sports? <laughs> and this, oh, this is COVID resistant too. It totally is. There's no people. It's all you can have this automated, except That's for the oh, you know rebuilding what? thing. We should might pitch be this difficult. to Elon Musk. I bet he can do it. I bet he would love it. But he's all about like the furthering of humanity. This is more like I absurd mean, fun entertainment. It's you gotta ha- you gotta have those entertainment releases in order to be productive. Yeah. Forget Elon Musk. We need to be the Elon Musk of entertainment. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> the Elon Musk of entertainment. <laughs> it's the name of this episode. <laughs> that would be perfect. We are. We could be. I mean, why are we limiting ourselves? This is... We don't have the wallet, but otherwise, we could be. <laughs> hey, you don't need the wallet. That's how you, that you, you get the people with the wallet on board. 
and then you know, I see. It's a team, yeah. I guess he, he the, you know made all his money in like eBay or whatever. So we need our eBay. What's our eBay? Oh, yeah. No kidding. Podcast is our eBay. That's right. Go to our eBay. People in. Start start you know buying stuff for us. Yeah, but so start buying stocks. We really <laughs> so need buy- <laughs> to earn the money to develop a rocket race that we can view via drone. So yes. Yeah. Oh man, this that could be so cool. Like. <laughs> really awesome like complex machines that just like if they hit each other because they're going like 300 miles per hour they hit each other it's just disintegration ah could be so cool okay okay i'd watch that sport like a very um, it would be it'd be the perfect mix between like esports and real sports (laughs) i guess sure the problem would be the first couple the first season would be rough because you have to dial it in to where it's got to be exciting enough that people tune in but it can't be so exciting that everything gets destroyed. <laughs> I know. And like, and what are these? Because you know how, at least F1 cars, they're, they have little personalities to them. So are these? Oh, yeah. Like, there could be teams and like they could they could build their, it could be almost like robot wars, but like okay. a little more uh, like, you know, high end, big, big, big robots. Big robots. It's big robot wars. Okay. But also with F1, there are some regulations like, you know. All the yeah, cars kind of have to have similar stats. I oh mean, well, yeah. I mean, or else they would be. It would be like weight class. I would. I would say like if you build like something that's a thousand times better than anything else out there, cool. But you're gonna be in a weight class by yourself, so yeah, you can't. That's no fun. There's nobody to race against. But you know, if two teams like go, hey, let's do this. Let's make like two of the best ones ever, and then I don't know if somebody wants to tune into like the. 600 mile per hour race that's on a 10 between two people and then you're like all right well who knows this could be the day one of them clip each other and they both explode in a fiery ball let's watch who knows this could be it this is this sounds like um what was that movie with oh gosh i'm never gonna time cop time cop is that it i don't don't know oh it's something like that zero information oh it's something like that where like um these people i want to say it's like who's the actor in that movie? Ugh. Sylvester Stallone. No. Um That was another time movie. I want to say it's someone like that. They're like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. And they get captured and they get put into this it's like a where they have to fight for entertainment and um yeah, it's it's like that where they they have to like figure out how to get out get out without dying and they all have to kill each other. I don't know. The whole thing um hunger games it's like it's like not exactly like hunger games but it's it obviously was way before hunger games i don't know it was like back in the 80s there's a movie about it seems very very similar judge dread are you researching <laughs> i did look back because i want to know what that sylvester stallone movie i was thinking of was it's not judge dread <clears throat> it's not escape plan two um, it's the one where taco bell is a fancy restaurant you know the one i'm talking about <laughs> No, but that sounds awesome. Um, it's like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Taco Bell movie. It's called Demolition Man. Oh, that does not fit the premise of that movie. Um, yeah, it's he gets like cryogenically frozen and like wakes up uh, way in the future, and he's like a down home cop from the past, and he's now in the future. It's kind of cyberpunky, honestly. Oh yeah. But one of the things is like all the other restaurants like collapsed in the depression. And the only restaurant that survived because they basically sold tacos that were worth nothing to people for like five bucks. 
uh, was Taco Bell. And so because they were the only one that survived, they became like the biggest restaurant in the world. And they got to the point where they're like super fancy and people get like really dressed up to go to Taco Bell. Oh, really? And it's like this really like top shelf, top tier experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was product placement, but it was awesome. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. It was such yeah. a good... It was such a good, like, weird uh, quirk about the future <laughs> that I could totally believe. Wasn't there something like, like that in Back Taco to the Bell Future? Where? Um, it, it had some Back to the Future vibes. I'm trying yeah, to think. I don't know. I feel like there was, like... What was in the future? They had the lace-ups. They had the hoverboards. True. But there I was, like, a, I thought there was, like, a restaurant or something that was... I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Future. Oh, Wesley Snipes is in that movie, too? Good so the stuff. movie... The movie, what movie are you ta- what are you talking about? I'm talking about Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Oh, right, yeah. Um, the movie I was talking about was The Running Man, and it does have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Sandra Bullock was in that too? She's been in a lot of stuff. You were thinking of The Running Man. Yeah, The Running Man. Um, oh, it is Schwarzenegger. Look at you. Well, I was right, but I was a total guess because it was just a kind of movie he would have done. How fun. Yeah. Futuristic stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, sci- uh, <laughs> listen, sci-fi is where it's at. It is. I, I do like a good sci-fi film. There- this is how we decide to build what's next. See, I because I've been playing cyberpunk, I was able to come up with the future sport. <laughs> there the you perfect go. future sport. See, this is games, and, and they say that it, it's good for nothing, but it's really not. It's, <laughs> it builds our future. So That could be your pitch to Elon Musk <laughs> yeah. to help build this. Games, it builds our futures. Anyway, like, stop with all those rockets that will take us off of this dying world. We need to play rocket ball, <laughs> rocket car. Rocket I, car. I, I never, I never suggested there was a ball in play. This is you've still got, a race game. I you've guess. got a name for it already. Rocket car. That's yeah. the name of the game. Rocket race. Oh no, wait. That's a. Oh, that's a Halo Three game type. I love that. Rocket race. Yeah, let's do rocket race. Oh, okay. Rocket that's race. a different thing, though. They have to actually have to shoot rockets at each other if we want to do that. Yikes! Um, yeah, that's, that would be far too expensive. Yeah, and and a little destructive. I mean, we want this to be more than a five-minute game, right? Right. I mean, this is like exactly. A, okay. There has to be there has to be a little bit of teasing going on. Yeah. We gotta. We can't be totally destructive. You can't just go in shooting and yeah. People. There has to be like a good chance of one destruction a race, not like everything blows up by the end. So is this similar to the monster trucks? Yeah, a little. Yeah, monster trucks are kind of on that forefront. They they have the destruction. That's exactly the kind of business model I'm looking for. Monster <laughs> truck <laughs> rallies. The, the kind of business of monster. The truck. kind of business model I want is uh, acceptable losses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Well, no. I mean, everything has to evolve. So why not monster trucks? Why not monster trucks? That's yeah. a great. That's a metaphor for life. Why not monster <laughs> truck? That's, that's Think about gonna it. Going to be on our shirts. Well, you got anything else for us this week? No, I I don't. I didn't have anything for this week at all. But here we are. Oh yeah, sorry. I launched into cyberpunk. I'm just so excited about it. And then the future gave birth to this wonderful idea. Look for it. I stole in the limelight. Twenty two. Next week will be a monologue of just you. <laughs> Get ready, folks. Sound fair? Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't have that kind of energy. <laughs> <laughs> You're in this. Excellent. You're in this for life. Sorry, you're in it. You can't escape. Um, Did what I could, people. All right. I hope you enjoyed our new inventions and chats about nothing. <laughs> Tune in next week. Who knows what you'll find out? <laughs> Who knows? We might have had the first ever race of rocket car. That's true. It might have evolved by then. You know, because mm-hmm. we to we something upload so more frequently. 
financially <laughs> doable. <laughs> Who knows? If you have any ideas, um, let us know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, no cake oh, pod. All the all the things. Um, yeah, I I need to get on that Instagram again. Posting. I kind of took a break for a while. But we're back, so get on there. Do some polls. We do lots of polls, and it's fun. And you can put your opinions in. And who knows? We might even take one of your ranting raves and talk about it on here. Yeah. So. Yeah, we need your content. Come on, people. We, we need you to, to do our free. job. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. guys. Help and us remember, out. the more you listen, the more chances there'll be more ad breaks in here. Hmm? <laughs> so. There's your. Incentive. A lot of things to look forward to. A lot of things to look forward to. Yeah. Thanks for sticking by us. Thanks for sticking by us. Toodaloo. Bye. Okay. Rocket car. Rocket man. That's a that's a song, right? Rocket man. Ah! I mean I, I mean I would want to drive at least one rocket car. <laughs>